it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Across the Pond Sports Podcast. Uh, back for week 14. Uh, we're going to preview um, the football that we have had for this weekend. There's a lot of great games. Um, this week we have, um, as always, Katie Brinkley. She will be joining us in just a second. But the special guest uh, this week is Ashley DeYoung. Um, and she is going to be picking uh, for the team of guests that we've had so far the guests have only had one win uh, and that was Alex Crass way back in week two when we did this um, so Kelsey did come close um, and as you'll hear in a moment Katie gets the win and she's slightly happy about that um, so big news this week is we do have our website and new logos and everything coming this week and we're going to do an Instagram live at 9pm in the UK um, so that's 4pm Eastern um, so looking forward to that I hope you can all join us for that um, when it happens um, get on the website and have a look and um, guests like Ashley who's on today uh, will be on that website and um, we'll have some uh, bios for her, some links that you can go and see what she's been up to and the same for our other guests as well um, so do join us now if you want to follow us on social media you can um, on Facebook and Instagram across the pond sports podcast and on Twitter at ATP sports pod Okay, so welcome to our week 14 preview and we have Katie with us as always who is very happy right now and um, I'll explain as to why in a second and um, also joining us on Across the Pond is Ashley De Jong. Um, welcome Ashley, um, she is a graduate student of Loyola University of Chicago um, studying digital media and storytelling. Um, she has experience working in promotions in minor league baseball, um, equipment in college football and events for sports agencies uh, for the last seven years. Ashley is passionate about digital media, especially in the sports industry. Um, she has a strong knowledge of sports uh, in general in the world and enjoys learning um, new positions when she's not experiencing something. Um, Ashley currently works uh, for Loyal Athletics as a social media intern. Now, Ashley does claim to be uh, an Indianapolis Colts fan. Um, however, uh, is more of an individual player fan. Um, this is down to her being equipment manager for Notre Dame. Now, as everyone will remember, um, my number one, I'm sure everyone remembers, um, my number one sports film of all time was Rudy, which is based on uh, Rudy um, who went to Notre Dame. And one of the famous scenes from that is them painting the gold uh, from the dome onto the, the uh, helmets. Do they still do that, Ashley? Uh, no, um, we do not paint the helmets anymore. Uh, the equipment managers at least don't. They actually send the helmets out now and they are painted um, with the same paint that was actually used on the Golden Dome that 
is very famous on Notre Dame's campus. So um, a little bit of a tradition was taken away, but also to say that the helmets are painted with the same gold is, is pretty awesome. So I think I can't really be upset about that. <laughs> is it something like 26 karat gold? leaf or something that they get painted with which yeah must probably it's be the, crazy. Most, the most expensive football helmet in, in football so, <laughs> uh, but yes so welcome to the show Ashley um Katie as I said is going to be very happy um last show and um, we reminded everyone that she had the Ravens by 17 and this if she got this she would win guess the win margins for last week so poor Kelsey um she was probably crying that bowl of milk just now um katie you won they won by 17 you've got to be pretty happy i am really happy um because we in our last episode we discussed how terrible i did with every other aspect of fantasy football or pickums for the week so um while this has no monetary value it does have bragging right value and right now that means the world to me so yeah 17 point victory Okay, so moving on to week 14. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ashley, the guests haven't fared too well. Um, They've come close a couple of times to beating us. Um, Out of the, you're the fifth guest. Um, Only one so far um, has beaten us, and that was Alex um, in the second week that we did this. Um, Craig was unlucky, um, and and Kelsey last week was a a tad unlucky as well. Um, Eric did our first one. Um, Right, so... We will get on with the games. There's quite a few um, games to, to go over. And we're going to start off with Thursday night football. It's back after a week's absence. We have the Patriots taking on the Rams. And Patriots are flying high after a big win um, at the weekend. They're stayed in LA, I believe, as well. Um, they were good against the Chargers, probably better than good. Um, Ashley, do you think that the Patriots kind of carry all that momentum or do the Rams carry on their momentum and, and have a good game here? I was actually thinking that the Rams would carry on their momentum here. Um, I just think that throughout the, the season, when you just kind of compare these two teams head to head, I do think that the Rams will pull this one out. I think it will be very close though. Um, so I, I think the Rams are only going to win by four. By four. Um, I'm of the same opinion. I think it's going to be Rams, and I think it's going to be close as well. Um, I've absolutely actually went for Rams by five. Katie, are you going to buck the trend and take the Patriots? Okay, so we all know how I feel about Thursday night football. And really, I want to pick the Rams to win, but because I'm always wrong, I'm going to pick the Patriots to win. <laughs> and that's that's really the sole reason as to why I'm picking the Patriots, because I always have a ton of, like, insight and I do my research on the game and I'm like oh yeah this is the Rams game they're a better team you know Jared Goff despite him being hot or cold no 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 no. I've done all the research I've looked at all the stats and I'm gonna go with the Patriots because it's Thursday night after Thanksgiving and the Patriots win so um, whenever it's games after Thanksgiving so I'm gonna go to the Patriots winning this game Cam Newton he might only have 75 yards but he's he's gonna pull out the win for these Patriots I have them winning it by four by four. Awesome. Okay. So I think we're agreed then it, it, it's going to be a pretty tight game between between these two. Um, before we move on to Sunday night's games, uh, we will remind everyone um, that this Friday we are launching our website, um, atpsports.net. That will launch um, around 9pm in the UK. And we're going to do a big Instagram live. We've got some guests coming on um, and some announcements of, of some things that we're going to do in the future. Uh, but we'll keep them all for there. Katie, are you excited about seeing yourself on the internet once more? I know, you know, it's something that I have been seeing a lot of lately. So honestly, um, I'm not looking forward to showing my face on the interwebs uh, again. But, you know, it's it's always fun going live and because you can talk with your audience directly and, um, you know, really connect with them and, and kind of have a little bit more fun. So this, this will be fun doing it on Friday. And uh, just I hope you all show up, give us a hard time, um, razz us a bit, but uh, be sure to go check out our new website. Okay, so as a, an Instagram live virgin, I hope people don't come on and give me a hard time. Um, <laughs> that won't be much fun for me. Um, Ashley, you're going to feature on the website uh, because you are a guest um, and we have a guest section on there. Um, you're going to be on there too. That's going to be awesome. 
that's exciting. I'm excited for you guys. <laughs> awesome. Right, let's get on then with um, Sunday Night Football. Um, so we're starting off with... Not my, Sunday night. Let, let's start off with Sunday day. Oh, oh well, Sunday night for me. Um, <laughs> so, you can say it's 10 a.m. on the on the on the West Coast. I don't know if that's <laughs> it was super late <laughs> for them. <laughs> I know. I think my parents are just getting out of bed at that point. Um, so, so Cowboys Bengals. We have first up now. Obviously, the Cowboys took a bit of a, a tumbling yesterday. The Bengals were pretty good at the weekend, for as good as they can be without Joey Burrow. Um, Katie, this has got kind of unwatchable written all over it. I don't think it's going to be a pretty game, do you? No. Um, the only thing I'm hoping for is for a big day for Zeke because he's on my fantasy team and it's fantasy playoff time. So um, that's the only reason I will be tuning into this game. Uh, it, like we said all season, you know, honestly, it might be interesting to see if this game even goes on because of uh, – Last night before the game, as you guys know, Des Bryant is now playing for the Ravens, and he tested positive minutes before the game for COVID, and despite that, he was out there shaking hands, giving hugs, giving high fives uh, without a mask on. So it'll be interesting to see if anyone on the Cowboys team ends up testing positive for COVID this upcoming week. Uh if the game does, if there are some positive tests, I'm sure that there will be a lot of fines handed down. Um, but that was that's something to kind of keep an eye on. R- really, the the biggest thing for this game for this game for me is is just ha- for fantasy value. Um, like I said, Tyler Boyd, I hope he has a big game for me for fantasy. Zeke, I hope he has a big game. But otherwise, this is kind of an unwatchable game. Um, I do pick the Cowboys to win this game though because we got to see Zeke kind of start get up and running in in this last game. So. Um, I'm going to go with Cowboys winning this game by six. By six, okay. And Ashley, COVID has been a big impact on on a lot. I mean, especially the Pittsburgh Steelers um, this season. They've had games put back numerous times. Um, Baltimore come into this game. Uh, sorry, not Baltimore, but the Bengals come off this game or come into this game pretty confident. I mean, they have their second string quarterback. He did okay. Do you think the Bengals might pull out a win without Joey Burrow? Yeah, um, I, I was thinking about this game because I think the Cowboys, you know, have struggled obviously a lot this season. Um, but I, I kind of think that the Bengals are struggling even more, um, just like on the offensive side of the game. Obviously, probably without Joe Burrow is definitely hurting them. So um, I think this will be a really close game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game also. Um, I think offenses will struggle but I don't see the Cowboys losing this game. So I would say the Cowboys win. Um, I, I would say by four again. By four. Um, so I've been a bit only slightly more confident in my Cowboys. Um, didn't do well for me last week. Um, so I've taken the Cowboys by eight. Um, I think as well, I've got Zeke on my fantasy team. It is playoff time. Um, he nearly won me this week uh, with his, his points. Um, he just needed two more. I'm gutted. Um, but yeah, I, I think Cowboys, I think they, they find some momentum against a Bengals team that without Joey Burrow, they're, they're really not much of a team to, to watch. Um, the next one um, is the Vikings at the Buccaneers. Uh, Vikings have obviously done quite well of late. Um, Buccaneers, they Tom Brady seems to have hot games, cold games. Ashley, when it's when you're not finding your receivers, it's got to be very frustrating. Uh, but on the flip side of that, when they are hitting their receivers, Tom Brady is is still Tom Brady at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's definitely been interesting to see him with the Bucks this season. Um, <laughs> I have a little bit of a personal opinion, so um, go for it. You know, either. You find people and they, they love Tom Brady or they hate Tom Brady. And I, I really don't think there's any in between. And I um, personally fall a little bit on the hate side. So I tried to find every reason to pick the Vikings in this game, but I um, couldn't. So I do think that the Bucks are going to win this one. Um, but I think it will be a close one again. Um, I I have them winning by three. By three. So, yeah pretty close um 
So, Katie, I've got the Vikings. I've taken the Vikings because um, I could find a reason for the Vikings to win. Uh, and that name is Delvin Cook. Um, I think this is a, a good game for him to come out. And, you know, he's had a slow couple of weeks um, of late. And I, I think he comes out this game with a lot to prove. He's going up against a pretty good defence. Um, but I think, I mean, I've seen him at the weekend there break three tackles in three strides. Um, he's just a force to be reckoned with. So I've taken him by six, Katie. What about you? See, this is the thing. Um, over the past four games, the, the Buccaneers have a one and three record. And Tom Brady is, is, I think, the biggest reason behind that. He's been struggling and he has uh, thrown seven interceptions in the past four games, which is very un-Tom Brady-like. But the Vikings had to have overtime to beat the Jaguars. Um, while the, the Vikings are, are kind of riding the ship, um, the, they're, they're winning some of these games and, and trying to kind of make up a, a push, you know, at the end of the seat at the end of the season, which is, I guess, the time to get hot um, in any league. But I think that there's just so much talent on that Buccaneers team on that Buccaneers offense. They've, you know, they have so much depth. And they had the bye week. So I think that that's what's going to give the Buccaneers a win this week. And um, I have the Bucs winning this game by 10. By 10, ooh. So big win for, for the Buccaneers. Um, another team looking for another big win um, would be the big team of New York, the Giants. Um, they're going up against the Cardinals. Um, Murray was pretty absent um, throughout the game. We, we reckoned in our last episode, that he was maybe injured um, and just not feeling very comfortable because um, he wasn't showing that kind of explosive nature that he, he has done all season. Um, but Colt McCoy, as old as he is and still in the league, he, he, he turned it on at the weekend. Um, and well done to the Giants for picking up a win <clears throat> in the NFC East. Um, <laughs> but, Katie, can the Giants tame Murray? No. Nope, they can't. I think that this is the week that Kyler Murray gets back on track. He was so dominant at the beginning of the year. In these past uh, three weeks, he's just, he's like I said on our last episode, I feel like he's hurt. I feel like there's something going on with him, and he's injured in some way. Um, but I think that the Giants are are not the Rams. Um, I've, despite the fact that the the Giants upset everybody um, and, and totally surprised us last week by beating the Seahawks. I just think that the Cardinals are, uh, Kyler Murray's going to step up. He's going to be a, a, a better quarterback this week, and they're going to be too much for Colt McCoy and the Giants. So I have, I have the Cardinals winning this game by seven. Seven. Okay. Ashley, the Cardinals have, been pretty good they've beaten some big teams this year they beat the Seahawks um one of their two games Murray has looked sore um to say the least um and he's not really been throwing and he's certainly not been explosive um in terms of running um do you think he can get back this week and and give the Giants a, a run for the money um, I mean, I think it's still going to be a good game on both sides of the ball for sure. Um, so I was thinking this was going to be another close game. Maybe it's going to be the week of close games. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I, I know that the Giants are coming. They're hot right now off of a four game winning streak. Um, so I, I think they're going to keep that momentum going. So I had them winning by four. So you have them winning by four. Okay. So I have also taken the Giants. Um, and I'm with you, Ashley. I, I think they're going to win by, I've said three, um, but I just think that they have a lot of momentum coming in. And one thing we've talked about in the podcast for, for the last probably four or five, six weeks is that there's these two sides of New York and the Giants are the side that are trying to win games. They're not looking for number one picks. They are trying to win games and they've shown a lot of effort and a lot of heart this year. Um, regardless of injuries and everything else, they've, they've done particularly well. Um, so I am, on that basis, giving it to the Giants also, um, just because I feel that they are just going to 
Murray might not be back to his best. Um, and I think to beat this Giants team, I think he will need to be his best. Um, another man at his best is Katie's human cheat code um, in Patrick Mahomes. Um, they are taking on Tua and the Dolphins. It might be Tua, it might not. We don't know. Um, <laughs> who, who knows who Flores might play at quarterback? Might be the equipment manager or something. Um, so with Patrick Mahomes going into to Miami, I can't see past Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Can you, Ashley? No, no, I can't either. Um, I I was actually like looking up this game this week, and I saw that the Chiefs have a seven and a half point favorite. Um, so I was a little bit surprised by that, just because I I thought going into this game they would be have a little bit more of a point spread, I guess. Um, so I think that speaks highly of the Dolphins, at least. But I I do think that the Chiefs would pull this one out and I have them winning by um, 11. By 11, okay. So that one's not going to be a close game. Um, <laughs> Katie, your guy, Patrick Mahomes, he's only got one loss uh, this season. He, he now ties the record with the, the Steelers. Um, the, the, can the uh, Chiefs go marching on? I think I do, I do have the Chiefs winning this game too. I just think it's too hard to... Uh, look past Patrick Mahomes right now the, I don't understand it's really surprising to me that the the Dolphins are sitting at eight and four I mean they're in, they're in, they have the sixth seed in in the AFC playoff picture which again we I was talking about it um, in relation to the the Browns who are at nine and three and I, I don't I think the Browns have as being a good team whereas I don't really think of the Dolphins being a great team but I mean they they're eight and four you know they're good they're in the playoff picture so I don't think what we can count them out. Uh, that, that defense that they have is really good. Um, and I think it's going to cause problems for Kansas City. But Andy Reid is a fantastic coach. And he's, I mean, we really have never seen a better quarterback head coach pairing um, since like Bill Belichick and, and Tom Brady. Um, when you have a head coach and a quarterback that are just so on the same page, they're, it's, they're really unstoppable. Um, and I think that that's what we're going to see this week. So I actually have this game being a, a bit closer, um, but just just because I think that the Dolphins defense is going to cause a headache, but I, I see the Chiefs marching down and getting that final touchdown, you know, in the last two minutes or so. So I have them winning this game by four. By four, okay. Um, I'm not really giving Miami a chance. Um, I don't think Tua um, is NFL ready um, for a full game. I think he really struggles he has had his best game at the weekend there but I don't think Miami played particularly well throughout the game so um, I am taking the Chiefs by 14 um, I, I just don't can't see past your man Patrick Mahomes um, he's just too good and he's got so many weapons Hill, Kelsey it's just too much for, for a Dolphins team um, a team that has pretty much no weapons uh, is the Jaguars Um they're going up against Derrick Henry. Um, this has got to be, Katie, a big, big game for Derrick Henry after a pretty star performance at the weekend. Yeah, I think that the Titans uh, probably did not have a very pleasant week of practice this week after allowing the, the Browns to come out and score 38 first half points against them. I see this as kind of a statement game, a comeback game. Um, one where they prove, I mean, they, they've lost three of their their last four since starting 5-0, and the Titans have. And I think that that's, that's cause for concern. Um, people are wondering if they're even legit AFC contenders now. Um, and I, I think that they're going to come out and they're going to play mad. And they are not going to show any mercy to the Jaguars and Mike Glennon. So I have the Titans winning this game by 10. By 10. I have them winning by 12. Um, I, I just think that they're going to be, um, and sorry, I'm talking about the Titans, obviously. Um, the Jags, you know, they almost won a game at the weekend. Um, they don't want to be doing that. They want picks and whatever else. So um, I, I just don't think if you talk Jags or Jets, anyone wants to win a game. So um, I think 
the Jaguars ownership are probably quite happy that the Titans are coming to town. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty, pretty easy, easy game for them. So I'd say 12. Ashley, what, what are your thoughts on teams tanking and looking for a number one pick? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, that's interesting. Uh, I hadn't thought about it that way. Um, I know because I know like the Jaguars are one and eleven, and so I when I was looking at this game, I kind of looked at it on the Jaguar side because I feel that when you kind of look at the stats, they seem like they'd be a better than a one and eleven team. Like they have the yardage. I feel like up and down the field, they have the the yards there, but they just don't have the scoring. And so I don't know if it's a red zone issue for them or what it may be, but. Um, I was really looking at this game on the Jaguar side, um, and I I feel like they really keep the game going until the last few minutes. I feel like that's usually when the game's determined for them is within the last quarter, definitely. So I was thinking the Titans were going to win this one, but it was going to be a close one by three. By three, okay. Um, we'll talk Jets a little bit later on um, for their game. Um Next up, we have a struggling Texans against a struggling Bears team. Uh, now, Ashley, you're in Chicago. Um, Bears are, are pretty much your home team for the moment. Um, <laughs> ugh, I mean, you had Jay Cutler. You went to Mitch Trubisky. Um, Nick Foles. Surely you're going to find a quarterback that can actually quarterback a game at some point. Yeah, I mean, they started the season off really strong, 5-1, and one, but I feel like ever since then, it's just been a downward spiral, and it really seems to more be them just beating themselves. Like, last week, they had six drop passes in a row. Like, I know someone can catch that, so um, I, I think they just might be too far deep in their rough stretch now, so um, I have the Texans winning by 10. By 10, and Katie... You're not giving too much to Mitch Trubisky. You're not a fan, are you? No, no, I'm not a Mitch Trubisky fan at all. And it's so crazy to me because like, like she said, the Bears started strong. I mean, both to, you know, both of us continuing to, to pick them to lose um, at the beginning of the year, they, they were winning and now they've lost six straight. Um, the fact that they have not won since mid-October is, is shocking and I think that this is going to be a game where Deshaun Watson is going to uh, have a game of I, I told you so, uh, because if you recall, the Bears traded up to take Mitch Trubisky over Deshaun Watson and my, my human cheat code, Patrick Mahomes. So um, see how, how those two guys have ended up. So I think that this is going to be a game where Deshaun Watson kind of shows up and has one of his best games of the season. He's really accurate and um, is able to be elusive from uh, that, that bears defense, which is so good. Um, so I have the, the Texans pulling out a win on this one too. So I have the Texans winning this game by seven. By seven. Okay. Um, I'm big on Deshaun Watson this week. I think he is going to be really, really good. Um, I don't see him having too many issues um, against the Bears team. Like you said, Ashley, they just make lots of mistakes and, and they've been doing it for weeks now. And I think once you get into that kind of rut, it, it, it's hard to get out. Um, I've taken uh, the Texans by 14. Uh, I think Deshaun Watson's going to do a lot of running um, at the, the weekend and he's going to be wanting into, those, uh, into that end zone. Um, another team that wants in the end zone is Katie's Broncos. Katie, it's the Panthers. They haven't been all that great of late, the Panthers. Um, but the Broncos have put up some really good performances, especially on defense. You've got to be happy coming into this game that you might pull off a win. You know, I, I'm so proud of my Broncos for how they played against the Chiefs. Um, and it, it showed, I mean, week 12 we saw that they, the excuse for them losing their game so badly to the Saints was because they didn't have a quarterback. Um, I, I want to know what the excuse is for, for this, for, for last week. I mean, it's the fact that we only have 14 touchdowns to 19 interceptions from a true quarterback at the position um, is cause for concern. And I just think that Drew Locke is, is not there yet. Um, we're really struggling on offense and the Panthers are going to get back Christian McCaffrey, you know, local, local Denver boy uh, playing for Carolina now, and he's finally back and healthy. 
um, well, I think that he'll probably be at like 90%, but he's back and it's going to be enough to uh, Teddy Bridgewater's clicking McCaffrey's back. I think that they are, the Panthers are going to win this game by three. By three. Okay. I do have some breaking news. So I'll give you your chance to, to take that back. Okay. Um, Panthers Christian McCaffrey was on target to return from shoulder injury, but his quad injury that he tweaked last year has tightened up today in practice. Um, and he's now questionable for the game against the Broncos. Oh man. So now I have to rethink this entirely. I mean, like I think with Christian McCaffrey being back, you know, I give it to the, to them, but you know, if he's not out, if he's not there, the, the, I mean, the Broncos shut down Le'Veon Bell last week, uh, that, that Broncos defense is pretty good. So if Christian McCaffrey doesn't play, I'm going to give this the Broncos by three. Um, by three. Yeah. Okay, so before you can take that back, Ashley, so <laughs> um, the Broncos defense has been strong. We, we've talked about that. It's their offense that's been the problem um, and their quarterback position or sometimes not even having a quarterback. Uh, will the Panthers, with or without McCaffrey, can they win this game? Yeah. Um, yeah, this one was a toss up for me, but um, I think it just came down to I, I did think that the Panthers just don't have a healthy enough team right now. So I was my prediction is the Broncos win by four. By four. Um, I think we're all pretty much on the, the same kind of mindset here because I've taken uh, the Broncos by six. Um, so I've even taken your Broncos key. Wow. You saw my <laughs> smile when, when you when I heard your pick. <laughs> so there you go so what we will do now is we'll take a a real short break and when we return uh, we'll have Sunday night football and uh, two Monday night football games okay we are back and Ashley's still with us Katie as always is still with us Um, we have the Jets and the Seahawks there's probably not too much to really talk about here Um, Seahawks by 20 well, hey, we all thought that the Seahawks were going to come out and just destroy the Giants and look at what happened. I mean, that's something that's a cause for concern is that poor Seahawks defense. I mean, we they lost to Colt McCoy and the Giants. So maybe this is the chance for them to, you know, the Jets to finally get their first win. Um, I think that everyone in New York would be very unhappy if the Jets do win because they want that number one pick. But yeah, it's. I just think there's a lot of cause for concern despite Russell Wilson playing as, as good as he has this year and, and having that DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Chris Carson, he has all those weapons, but there's a lot of struggles on that defensive side of the ball. So I, I think that this one actually could be kind of close. I hope not because I've, I've got a lot of Seahawks players on my fantasy team. So I hope that they come out and are able to put up some points, but I have the, the Seahawks winning this game by six. Okay. Um, so I have the Seahawks. Um, also winning. Um, I just don't think that the Jets want to win. And I, I think, I, I mean, they'll even go as far as firing a coach um, to hide the fact that they don't want to win. Um, so I've taken at the Seahawks, um, I've taken them by seven because um, I, I just can't see past the Jets wanting to win. And and that, it's not that the Seahawks want to lose, but I just can't see the Seahawks want to win. Um, Ashley, this has got to be a pretty cut and dry game, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, that was kind of my expectation. Um, I mean, I don't think that the Seahawks are going to have a repeat again of last week. Um, so, I mean, obviously Russell Wilson is a phenomenal quarterback, and I, I think he's going to be able to outscore the Jets in this game. I haven't thought as far of thinking, are the Jets going to win a game this season? I'm not sure. But I don't think it's going to be against the Seahawks. Um, I said Seahawks by 14. Wow, by 14. So you don't think it's going to be close at all? You think they're just going to – No. Metcalf's just going to run all over them? (laughs) I would like that. (laughs) Well, does Metcalf on your fantasy team at all, is he? (laughs) Yes, yes, he is. Uh, I mean, I've I've got so many (laughs) different players and so many different fantasy leagues. In one league, I have DK Metcalf. another, I have Tyler Lockett. Russell Wilson's my quarterback. 
Um, the, the, he, him and DK Metcalf are on my team in the, the league that I lost by 0. 0.06 last week. So, I mean, all I needed out of Russell Wilson was to like gain one yard and not get sacked one of the five times. And I probably would have won, but that's neither here nor there. Oh dear. So um, moving swiftly on from uh, fantasy woes, um, we have your Colts, um, Ashley. They're taking on the Raiders. Um, the Raiders started the season really strong and everyone was looking at them as being a really strong playoff team. However, in the last couple of weeks, they've looked pretty dire. Um, and the Colts have kind of just kept going on about their business, doing it nice and quietly, under the radar and um, uh, Rivers has been pretty solid. I mean, we, we kind of dogged on him for a couple of weeks, but he has actually been pretty solid of late. Are your Colts going to take it to the, the Raiders in Vegas? Yeah. I mean, definitely like you mentioned, it's kind of just been under the radar for them. I think their offense has been improving each week this season. I mean, there's just been something, you know, they're just figuring that out and they're clicking and, everything's coming together well for them. So um, I do think that they're going to win this game, um, but by six. So another close game. Another close game. Um, I'm taking uh, the Raiders um, by three. I think it's going to be a close game as well. But I think the Raiders being at home, um, Gruden and, and Carr maybe get their heads together during this week and, and kind of work some stuff out. Um, so I'm taking the Raiders by three. Katie, you're going to split us on this one, which side you going? So it, it depends. I think that they have to have, the Raiders have to have a better running plan than they did last week against the Jets. I mean, they have Devon. I know that Josh Jacobs is hurt, but they have Devontae Booker. And it's, it's not like he's a, a slum by any means. He, and he's great at catching the ball out of the backfield. So I think that they really need to try and find a way to involve – apparently Booker is in line to start this week because uh, Jacobs is still nursing his injury. So they have to figure out a way to get that running game up and running against the Colts. It's great to see Phillip Rivers and T.Y. Hilton starting to connect. Um, I mean, T.Y. Hilton didn't have his first touchdown pass to, until – two weeks ago. So a reception until two weeks ago. So it's good to see those two guys clicking and Philip Rivers needs to prove that it was worth it to go out and sign him and bring him in over Jacoby Brissett. I feel like he's been playing like a, a, a better average. I don't know if that's a thing, a better average quarterback. I mean, it's not like he's playing like a good above quarterback average. or a great quarterback, but yeah, above average. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but he's, he's just playing. Okay. And I think that he needs to really kind of start clicking with these receivers, um, to, to make a strong, uh, mark for, for being in the play AFC playoff picture. I think that this is going to be one of the closest games of the week. This is actually my game of the week. Always weird as a Broncos fan, picking a Raiders game to, to, to focus in on and watch, but I think this one's going to be really close and I have the, Colts coming out on top so I have them winning it by three by three so yeah pretty pretty close game I think we're we're probably all in the same kind of ballpark in terms of this being a, a close game um one game that I don't think is going to be close although if you go to Vegas and get some odds on it they'll tell you it's going to be close is the Washington football team are taking on the 49ers the 49ers not playing at home or they are playing at home but they're playing at home in Arizona. Um, Washington, under Alex Smith, have done particularly well. They've been really, really strong. Katie, uh, obviously we made comments in terms of the uh, unsportsmanship or almost cheating, um, walking off with a ball um, during last week. Um, will he do anything to win? Apparently, um, <laughs> he will do anything to win. And it's shocking because I think that before the start of the season, we would have looked at this game and been like, ooh, well, this is going to be um, a, a blowout. But injuries have really set the 49ers back. And Ron Rivera has the, the footballers playing fantastically. Um, they're, they're clicking and they're finding ways to win. And they're tied for first place in the NFC East. So that they have a lot to play for. They have a lot on the table. They're kind of in a, a win out. Every game matters type of mode. I think that the, the 49ers, they're still in this, uh, you know, they're still in it, but they have so many injuries that I'm just hoping that no one else gets hurt or gets COVID. 
So I actually have the footballers winning this game. Um, I have them upsetting. And even though the 49ers are getting more and more players back every week, um, I think that the footballers are, are going to come out and surprise people. So I have them winning this game by three. By three. Um, on the flip side of this, I have the 49ers by three. Um, I think the 49ers, like you say, they've got players coming back. Those players are well-rested. Um, I'm sure they've been working out hard, obviously, but I, I just think they've been well-rested and they are going to put up a... This defence of the 49ers is pretty damn good. Um, even with injuries, it's still pretty decent. They, they have fought all season to stay in games uh, and still have a decent record for a team that has spent most of the, their time on the physio bench. Um, so I think they, they can win this by three. Um, Ashley... Which side are you going to lie on this? The team that are injured all the time, or are you going to give it to, to Washington with a guy who who was injured for like two years? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, when when I was looking at this game, I I was realizing you know quite the injuries that the 49ers have had. So I I went with Washington for this one, and I said by seven. By seven, okay, so. Probably an e- a fairly easy win then for Washington, you think. Um, we'll move it along to the Saints at the Eagles. Um, the Saints, whew, Taysom Hill has been a bit of a revelation, um, a very unusual style of quarterbacking, but it's working for the Saints. Um, and the Eagles, they've just changed their quarterback because they've given up on Wentz and they're selling these jerseys at 50% markup. So, um Ashley, do you think um, Wentz is, is gone for good and Hurts has got the job? Um, I I mean, I think it'll come down to how Hurts is in this game. Um, and maybe that can be like the start of his career then for him with the Eagles. But uh, I, I did think that with the Saints having one of the best defenses um, in the league, Hurts going against that, I don't think it'll be that close of a matchup uh, because of that. So um, I think the Saints will win this by 14. Two touchdowns. Wow. Um, Katie, we, we've been quite fans of Taysom Hill. We've, we thought he's done really well. Um, and Tebow 2.0. <laughs> and uh, he's got to continue this run because he's really found some good rhythm and, and the team have now played with him for a number of games they've got to be used to him now so whereas the Eagles are going to have to get used to a new quarterback yeah and apparently Drew Brees might be back for this game but if he's not you know feeling at least 80 percent I'd say stick with Taysom Hill he's He's, they're still winning with him out there, and that Saints defense is just playing out of their minds right now. I, I think that that's really what's what's stepped up during Drew Brees' absence. And I just think that the, the Saints are an overall better team than the Eagles, despite you know Jalen Hurts. Gonna, he's going to be the starter this week. I just think that it's going to be too much. Talk about a rough game to have your you know your very first start against um, one of these really really strong defensive teams. Um, it's too bad it's not against like the Jets or something, but neither here nor there. I, I think that this is going to be a game that the Saints are able to win pretty easily, uh, whoever is in at quarterback. And I have the Saints winning this game by 10. Okay. Um, so I think we're pretty much on agreement, although I've been very brave. Um, I'm taking the Saints by 20. Um, I think that defense shuts down Philadelphia and they just go marching on and, and they, they play Taysom Hill. We did see during the season before Breeze got injured that Taysom Hill was taking snaps and Breeze was taking a break on the on the touchline. It could be that maybe the quarterback share potentially um, if Breeze isn't 100%. So um, I, I think there's, there's a few ups in this game, but I think there's a lot of downs for Philadelphia. Um, talking of downs, the Chargers last week had an absolute shocker. Um, they're going up against the Falcons. They're at home. Um, but the, the Falcons have been resurgent. They didn't have a great weekend last weekend. Um, but actually, Chargers and, and Justin Herbert. I mean, Justin Herbert, he's only really had two bad games the whole season. Um, last week was one of them. 
and the last time he had a bad one, he bounced back. So do you think uh, the Chargers can come out with a win in LA? Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was expecting for this game. I do think that the Chargers are going to come out ready to play and bounce back after last week's loss and pull this one out. Um, and, and I kind of feel like the Falcons have been pretty inconsistent, so I feel like you're not going to really know what you're going to get with them. So I think the Chargers will win by four, though. Five, four, so still a tight game. Um, Katie, yeah. I think it's going to be a tight game as well. Um, however, I think slightly going the other direction. Um, because there is that inconsistency with Atlanta, I think this is one of their better weeks. Um, I do only think they were going to win it just, and just by two points. Um, the defense hasn't been great, um, but neither is the offense for Atlanta. Can they pull it off? Yeah, I mean, talk about two teams that just huge inconsistencies. Um, it's it's so surprising to me that the Falcons just can't seem to that, that that's what what's consistent about the Atlanta Falcons is that they are inconsistent. Um, and Raheem Morris does have these guys playing uh, inspired football, which is surprising because after starting zero and five and losing in the fashion that they did for those those first five games um, to your, to your Cowboys. Um, it's surprising that they're playing as hard as they are. And it, I think that Anthony Lynn for the Chargers, uh, the head coach of the Chargers, he's probably uh, sitting on a very hot seat right now. He needs to find a way to get his team in pl- playing inspired football, especially after that embarrassing 45 to zero loss against the Patriots last week. Uh, Justin Herbert is too good of a quarterback for them to be sitting at three and nine. And uh, he's got to get some inspiration under his team's belt. So I, I have the chargers also winning this game uh, just because he has to get them inspired. He's got to keep his job. And um, I hope he has them fired up and ready to come out and, and give the Falcons a run for their money. So I have the chargers winning this game by five. Okay, um, so the last of the sort of late games um, is the Packers and Lions. It's a, a bit of a derby match, if you like. Um, but the Lions have been poor. They did win last week on the back of firing a coach. That's always a, a good sign um, that they're going to win. They're, they're going to lose the second week. So um, I have the Packers. I have Aaron Rodgers playing angry as he's all done as he's done all season, uh, not giving too much away in the defense being pretty good. Um, I've taken the Packers in this one. I've taken them by 10. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I took the Packers by 14. They're, they're, um, they're, Devontae Adams is on fire and Aaron Rodgers is mad. Aaron Jones is running out of his mind. It's too much for the Lions team. And uh, I'm right there with you. I think that, you know, it was exciting and uh, inspirational for the Lions to come out and, and win for their new head interim head coach. But it was a one-week thing, and I think that, uh, that the Lions will be back to the Lions of old and lose to the Packers this week. Okay, Ashley, do you think the, the Packers have got this one in the bag? Um, yeah, I actually had the same thoughts as Katie. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is having an incredible year. So you can't really bet against him right now. And I think they're just rolling offensively and that the Lions defense will struggle to stop them. So I had them winning by 14 also. By 14 as well. Okay. So I'm I'm just a touchdown and a field goal. You guys are two touchdowns. Um, The late, late game, and it's certainly late in the UK because it's like 1 a.m., is the Steelers and the Bills. Um, Steelers coming off their first loss of the season. Um, They're 11-1. The Bills, um, coming off, of, I mean, they're doing really well this season. They've been really strong. Uh, Josh Allen, your boy, Kay, um, has been doing particularly well. Hopefully you're going to play him in fantasy this week. Um, this has got to be, uh, is, this, is this a comeback for the Steelers after losing last week? Well, actually, I'm probably not going to play Josh Allen this week because he's playing against the Steelers. And the Steelers have an incredible defense. Um Buffalo's won five of their last six since since losing those those two uh, games where, where Josh Allen just seemed to be struggling. Um, he was just kind of going through the motions of what he had been doing prior prior to those those two games all season. But it's one of the best offense in in the NFL, the Buffalo offenses, and they do have a a good defense. But I think that the Steelers' offense and defense is better. 
this is going to be a very close game. This is my, my second game of the week. Um, and this is, uh, you know, Sunday night football is my favorite produced game on, on TV. So I'm really looking forward to this game. Um, Steelers are going to come out on top though, by four, by four, um, Ashley, the, the Steelers are probably smart in a bit. I know Mike Tomlin came out and made some strong statements about, you know, they're not here to win every game, um, but surely they, they need to get back on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's what they're going to do this week. Um, I think, you know, after last week and all the issues that they had throughout the week with rescheduling the game, I think they're going to come prepared for this week. And I, I think that the Steelers' offense is stronger than the Bills' defense. So I think that the Steelers are going to win by seven. Seven. Um, so I have taken the Steelers by a field goal. Um, I think they they have shown that you know they can win tight games. Uh, I think this will be a tight game. I actually think this might even go to overtime um, and be won by a field goal. So um, that that's my thoughts. And the last game of the week is Monday Night Football. And it is um, a hapless Ravens up against a Browns team that has shocked us all season um, with how well they're actually doing. Um, Baker Mayfield's finding Landry. Landry's finding Baker Mayfield. Um, this is this has been a good season if you're a Browns fan, hasn't it, Katie? Which I'm, I'm not a Browns fan, but I'm becoming more inspired by them every week. Uh, it's... I like seeing the Brown. I mean, they've, they've been so bad for so long and it's nice to finally see that all those years of struggling and being down in a, you know, the dumpster fire that they have been. It's, it's great that 2020 has been good to somebody and that somebody is the, the Cleveland Browns. And I think that even though they lost Odell, you know, Donovan Peoples Jones, Rashard Higgins, they both have stepped up and played great. They got that two headed monster in the, the running backfield. So I, this is going to be a good game. And I think that, uh, the Browns are going to come out on top. I have the Browns winning this one and a nail biter by one point. One point. Wow. Okay. Ashley, this, this probably is going to be a close game. I don't think so. I've taken it by 10 uh, for the Browns. Um, I think, I just don't think Baltimore have it this year. I think Harbaugh has, has got a lot of work to do in the off season um, to get this team back to where it was and certainly Lamar to get him back to where he was because he's not been an MVP this season. Um, Ashley, do you think they can, the Baltimore Ravens can pull out a win against a, a good Browns team? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I just think that the Browns, you know, having their first winning season and, and how long and plus Baker Mayfield's coming off of one of, or if not his best game of his career last weekend. So, or last week. Um, so I, I think the Browns are going to pull this one out um, and just keep that momentum going. But I, I also think it's going to be close. So I have them winning by three. By three. Okay. Um, so that is um, week 14. Um, so it's a bumper weekend of, of football um, that is ahead um, and it's probably a pretty good weekend of football as well. Um, lots of games to watch. Um, before, um, Ashley, we do your top five Christmas movies of all time, um, is there anything you want to plug, anything you've got to promote this week? Well, so since I'm in grad school, I'm just kind of like working on my portfolio. So um, my YouTube channel is just like a lot of my uh, projects from class that I upload to there. Um, So hoping to like get some views and, you know, some feedback and just kind of keep that as uh, like a portfolio piece for me. And then obviously adding that on my portfolio website. And then I have um, my own sports twitter page and instagram page that i just post a lot about sports and journalism things happening um trying to keep up you know with all the different sporting events that are going on each week and just stay in the loop with that and and my biggest thing has just been like networking and connecting with others in the sports industry especially right now through this pandemic and really taking advantage of this you know new virtual lifestyle so you know getting to do the podcast with you guys you know no matter where we are in the world so um, I think that's been really cool so I've just been trying to take advantage of those types of things right now 
Awesome. And we will post all of Ashley's links um, in the episode and on our small social medias as well. Um, so we'll share those out for you. So hopefully get you some more views on, on YouTube. Um, you got a couple from me today. I had, had a link through um, some good stuff on there. Um, right, Ashley, it is your top five Christmas movies of all time. We'll start off with your fifth and work up to number one. Um, I just hope there's no Will Farrell in here. Um, what is your number five? Um, I for my fifth, I actually have the Polar Express. That's a very good film. My kids love it. <laughs> I I love see. I loved that one a lot. I feel like when I was growing up, I would watch it a lot. So I really like that one. That's still a, a good classic for me. I think it's one of those films you don't actually realize how long it's been out. <laughs> right. <laughs> it has been out a long time. And um, what is your number yeah. four? I have the Santa Claus, um, but the first one. So is, this the, also had the that Tim, is this the Tim Allen version? Yes, uh, okay. absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I, I caught my sons watching that the other day. Um, they enjoy it. And um, Tim Allen's obviously a good comic actor as well. Um, number three? Elf. That a girl. See, <laughs> James, you are the minority. <laughs> Will Ferrell is amazing. <laughs> yeah, Elf. Elf seems to come up quite a lot, um, and it, it tends to be on, un, unsupportingly of me on my TV quite a lot as well. Um, what is your number two? How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That one's actually like a tradition for my family and I to watch every year for Christmas. So that one's a top for me um it never gets old yeah, it's good to have good tr- traditions is that the animated one or the one with jim carrey the one with jim carrey yeah my my oldest loves that film um i don't know why because he loves christmas so much but um <laughs> but yeah he, he seems to like the thought of stealing everyone's presents i guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is your number one all time um, I personally love all of the Home Alone movies. I I don't think I could rank them amongst each other, so I'm just gonna say all of Home Alone is number one for me. <laughs> so that's number one and two, though, isn't it? You're not giving number three in that. Um. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I would wait. Which one's number three? It's it's the, the really cheap the version. From liar, liar. Yeah, it's the one with the kid from Liar Liar. Um, instead of Macaulay Culkin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just one and two. Just one and yeah. two. Lost in New yeah. York and yeah. and the traditional. Yeah, which is good because I think I had Home Alone in mind anyway. So, um, not really good movies bar one um so (laughs) thanks for that hopefully next time when we get you on and we will go through your top five sports movies because i think that could be quite interesting especially with a a notre dame uh, connection there um thank you so much for joining us ashley and for this week um as i said we'll get all your socials on our socials and, and share you out there um and katie thank you so much again um hopefully um, I win this week and guess the win margins, but you never know, the guest might, might win. Ashley might come up with it. Um, but thank you both for joining me and um, we will be back um, next week with our review. Huge thank you to Katie, as always, um, for coming on and giving her insight into the world of the NFL. Um, and a huge special thank you to Ashley um, for coming on and um, giving us her, her picks and her interpretation of, of what's going to happen in the NFL this weekend. There is a lot of good games. A couple maybe you might want to dodge, like maybe the Jets. But other than that, there is a lot of good football um, this weekend. Um, we have a lot happening before then um, here at Across the Pond. Um, so you can watch us on Instagram Live this Friday, um, 9pm in the UK, 5pm um, Eastern. Um, we are going to be launching, sorry, 4 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're going to be launching our new website, um, atpsports.net. Um, so it's not live just now, so you can't go on, but um, you will be able to do it on Friday. Um, and you can check out everything that we've got going on in there. Um, 
got a pretty full-on website. It looks pretty good. Um, it's got all our new logos and everything that we're going to be using moving forward. Um, so that's exciting. Um, so do join us for that. And if you do want to follow us on social media, um, do follow us on Facebook and Twitter um, and Instagram. Um, so across the pond sports podcast uh, for Facebook and Instagram on Twitter at ATP Sports Pod. Um, we will post Ashley's links um, all over social media as well and um, in the description of this podcast. So um, if you want to find out more about Ashley and what she's doing um, as a graduate student, then you can do so. Um, just click on those links and you'll be able to find her. And um, We will be back next week, so there's not another podcast. Um, we are doing an interview tomorrow, um, which we'll don't know quite when that will come out, but it will be on um, YouTube, so um, Brandon Sports Pod. Um, so we're looking forward to doing that, myself and Katie, um, and we hope you will um, watch along um, and we'll send out the links for that as well. But otherwise, have a great weekend. Um, we'll see you Friday um, and uh, we can talk some more football and a website and some new designs. We'll uh, look forward to seeing you then. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.